Hi, and welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast. My name is Jen, and I am so happy that you're with me today. This podcast is just for you, Mama, because you matter. Each week, I'll be talking with another mama. As most conversations with women go, we'll cover a multitude of topics, but mainly we'll share stories of motherhood, all the ups and downs, lessons learned, and how these mamas practice self-care. So take a seat, fold your laundry, drink your coffee, do your dishes, I know you're multitasking, and listen in. Hey there, and welcome to a very special episode of the Mama Needs Podcast. I'm doing something a little bit differently today. Usually, as you know, if you've listened for any period of time, I am usually interviewing another person. Um, I love interviewing people and hearing their stories and connecting with them. And so usually, yes, that's what I do. And it's a lot of fun. However, I wanted to also just add in a few episodes here and there of just me um, and talking about self-care and giving you some tips. So that's what this episode is all about. And as you saw in the title, it is 12 low stress ways to date your kids. So some of my most filled up moments have included my kids. But you may be thinking, isn't the point of self-care to be alone? Yes and no. Uh, It depends on you and what you need and what your kids need. Now, I love spending time with my kids, don't get me wrong, but not all day, every day. No thank you. Nobody needs to spend that much time together. They need a break from me sometimes. If my kids were babies, that would be a little bit different, but my kids are now 11, 8, and almost 5, and they don't need me as much. They can be more independent. Uh, So when we're together, I do try to make it count. I try to make us have fun, (laughs) make us have fun. I try to have fun with them and do things that are going to fill us all up. So I love also watching them experience new things. I love seeing them learn and grow and give them opportunities to be brave. And this doesn't have to be extravagant. So we're not talking about, you know, taking a huge Disney trip or, you know, a trip to whatever your favorite theme park is or, you know, a state nearby, staying in a hotel. All of those things are great. But I'm just talking about simple, easy ways to do things right in your own house or right in your own community where you live. So here are 12 fun, easy, and cheap things to do with your kids that will fill you all up. Now, before I start, this is not a checklist. This is not a thing where you need to complete them all and you're a good mom. No, no, no. (laughs) It's not what I'm saying at all. So these are just ideas. They're ways. um, And then you take them and choose the ones that work for you, work for your kids and your family in the season of life that you're in. And you can alter these. If you like the idea of it, but you want to execute it differently, go for it. But these are just some ideas, things that I've done myself that work for my kids in uh, the current life situation that I'm in. So here we go. Number one, have a movie night. Pop some popcorn, dim the lights, make a fort with blankets and pillows. My kids love doing that. It does cause a mess, and afterward, it drives me crazy cleaning it up. 
but they really do love it and it's a lot of fun. Um, and then snuggle up and enjoy. So as I'm recording this, it's February 5th and we have the Disney Plus app. And my son has literally, my youngest son, he's almost, like I said, he's almost five. He has been asking me for a month straight when Toy Story 4 is going to come out on the Disney Plus app. And you guys, I'm so excited to tell him that today is the day. <laughs> he doesn't have to ask me anymore. And so we're I'm planning a movie night tonight. I'm going to pop popcorn. We're going to make a fort, a blanket fort with pillows and blankets. And he is so excited. And also my husband hasn't seen this movie. And so it's going to be something that we're all going to enjoy together even though four of us have seen it in the movie theater. It's been a while. So that's my first one. Another one, number two, go outside and do a nature scavenger hunt. Now, don't go crazy. This does not have to be a big deal. If you have little kids, they're going to be easily entertained outside. So just, you know, tell them to find a rock or a stick or a leaf, whatever you think will keep them busy and happy. Um, I did this when I think I had a newborn and Sadie and Everett were probably six and three. And we were bored and, um, you know, I was tired of having them on screens, but I also didn't really want to entertain them and we needed to go outside. So we packed up the stroller and we just went for a walk down the street and we brought a bucket and I told them to look for things. And then we brought them back and we looked at all of our treasures and we talked about it. And I think it was fall. And so if you live somewhere where there are seasons, this is a good time to do something like that because they're seeing things that they haven't necessarily seen before or, or you know, maybe they don't talk about that often. So because we live somewhere where we can see winter and fall and spring, um, it's a lot of fun for us to do scavenger hunts. So that's something easy to do. Number three, ride bikes. So we didn't always have bikes. Sometimes we had to borrow, <laughs> um, but our kids are all at ages where they can ride bikes independently now, which is huge. But before, sometimes um, we would get a seat put on the back of our one of our bikes, the adult bikes, and uh, we would have you know whoever was a baby um, in the back. And that's how we would ride bikes. And the other, you know, preschooler or however however old they were, um, they would ride, you know, along with us. And so we love riding bikes. We don't really live in a neighborhood where you can ride up and down the street because it's pretty steep. But there's parks right nearby. We have a greenway in our town that runs through the whole town. And so we like to pack up the bikes in the car and go out and do that for a little while. Number four bake cookies or make something fun together in the kitchen. Now, listen, if this stresses if this stresses you out, then choose something else because for a long time this activity in particular stressed me out to no end. So, I almost avoided having my kids in the kitchen because I just didn't want to clean up flour all over the place and I didn't want to have to teach them to crack eggs and things like that. But I've gotten a little more relaxed <laughs> the more kids that I've gotten or the more kids I've had and the older that I've gotten. So this is now a fun activity. Um, and especially for my youngest, we love to make banana bread together. And so that's just our thing. 
Number five, get out the coloring books and crayons and spend some time coloring together. How fun is that? I mean, sometimes it's just a fun thing to do to sit down and color and you maybe you can get them talking, especially if you have like a nine, 10, 11 year old. Maybe they don't talk that much about their days. Um, it's a good way for them to get vulnerable and talk to you. And also, they have adult coloring books, you guys. So this is a thing. Just get out those colored pencils or crayons, get your own coloring book, give them a coloring book, and you guys enjoy doing that. And I love to do that because it's kind of a multitasking thing. Like if I'm making dinner and I come to a stopping point, I can sit down and color and then I can say, hey, mommy's just going right, to be right here in the kitchen. I'll be right back. And they continue coloring. <laughs> so it gives them something to do. Okay, number six, get in the car and tell your kids you're taking them somewhere special and then surprise them with a milkshake or something that's their favorite. You know, maybe surprise them with ice cream or going to get a favorite movie or going to get a favorite toy. Um, Just something fun where they feel really special that um, you took the time to surprise them. So my kids love Sonic or, you know, McDonald's um, ice cream or even Chick-fil-A. Um, So I'll do that once in a while and be like, mommy's got a surprise for you. And they're so excited. And it's really just fun to see their faces light up. Number seven, go through the car wash. This is so simple and easy. Like I almost didn't want to put it on here, but my kids love this. It just gets their attention for a little while. And I will say this. I had uh, my youngest son, he's so much better at it now, but he used to be terrible in the car. He would cry constantly. Nothing could keep him entertained or occupied, but car washes were great a great distraction for him. And so I will say, if you have unhappy children in the car, go and do a car wash and it's only five minutes of your time. Okay, number eight, play a game. A board game, card game, do a Nerf gun fight, whatever you guys like to do. Now, I talk to a lot of moms and there's a lot of moms who are like, I hate playing games. Let me do anything else, but I hate playing games. And I'm the opposite. I actually like to play games when I have the time. But if you don't like to play games, then don't do this one. (laughs) Do something else. Do something that you like to do with your kids that they like to do as well. But board games are easy. They're fun. Um, Maybe choose a game that's cooperative so that the kids aren't fighting and they aren't they aren't crying about who won or who lost because that that makes the time uh, not so great at the end. Number nine, volunteer together at your church or a local charity. So this is always a fun thing to do um, to get your kids involved and also teach them how to give and serve another person. So their eyes will be opened and you'll see them get to experience something new. There's going to be lots of questions after they volunteer at the charity or the church or whatever it is that you choose to do. It's a great, great learning experience for you both. Number 10, simply cuddle together. Now, this is my youngest son's love language. He is always wanting to cuddle. I think boys are just kind of innately like that. My middle son was also the same way. But uh, just cuddle, cuddle together, um, get their favorite blanket, their favorite toy, watch a show together. This is just the sweetest time while they're little to just sit down and let them 
um, cuddle with you and they will allow you to cuddle them because as they get older, as you know, there becomes less and less kissing and hugging and cuddling. So enjoy it while you can. Number 11, FaceTime with friends or family. So we live far away from friends and family. Um, Obviously, we have friends in our town, so we don't need to FaceTime them, but we live far away from a lot of our um, close friends and family. So a lot of times when we need to kill time or when everyone's just getting restless and we need something to do, you know, I'll say, let's call grandma, let's FaceTime grandma, or let's FaceTime Uncle Scott. (laughs) And so we will um, do, we will even do Marco Polo. I don't know if you guys have that app, but it's like a video walkie-talkie and um, it's free. And so it's a really great way to um, leave messages for your friends and family and they can see you. But also FaceTiming is just a really great way to um, make sure that your kids are seeing their relatives and seeing your friends and their friends. Um, It's just a really nice way to connect. And of course, you guys know that I'm all about connecting. And um, it's also free. As long as you have a phone, (laughs) you can just FaceTime anytime. Number 12, finally. Finally, number 12, read their favorite books. Obviously, I'm a huge proponent for reading. I love reading myself and I love reading to my kids. And so a lot of times I'll do this at bedtime when, uh, you know, things are winding down and I want them to kind of get sleepy. I'll read them a story or I'll just let them read in bed. And, um, you know, it also fosters kind of that intimacy of the cuddling with your kids and just getting close to them and huddling up together and learning about something or reading a favorite story and just getting their imagination going is always a good thing. So those are my 12 fun, easy and cheap things to do with your kids, ways to date them. And there are so, so, so many more ways. Obviously, this is just a drop in the bucket, but find out what they love and what will keep overwhelm and stress low for you, because that's also key, because we don't want this to be super stressful thing for you. We want this to be fun for everybody and to fill everyone up because self-care is for you, but also self-care is for kids too. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this solo episode and I would love to hear your thoughts. If you want to go to mamaneedspodcast.com, you can see more episodes there. You can see the show notes. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd love for you to leave a, a short review. It only takes a couple of minutes of your time so that more mamas can find out about our podcast. So thanks so much for joining me today. Talk to you next time.